Hello, this is Robert Rickover at Body Learning. And today my guest is Imogen Ragone, an Alexander Technique teacher in Wilmington, Delaware. And she is going to actually interview me on the topic of freedom directions, um, center up with gravity, and Alexander Technique, and how they all fit in together. So, Imogen, I'm going to let you take over as the interviewee. Okay. Thank you, Robert. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's start with the basics. What is the Alexander Technique? Okay. Well, a short, short description would be it's a way of learning how to do whatever you do in life more easily, with less stress, uh, more the way you could say nature intended. Very nice. And so maybe you could maybe briefly explain what up with gravity is. Mm -hmm. Up with gravity is a process that I've developed over the last uh, half dozen years or so. And I, I will put a link to a website about it. It's basically um, taking advantage of, of knowledge of where your center of gravity is and how it's affected by... Uh, what you do and how you can um, manipulate that to your advantage. Basically, how you can take advantage of the gravitational field so it's your your friend and not some um, some unpleasant force that's tending to pull you down all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's great. And then maybe. Also, a, a brief description of freedom directions. Okay. Well, freedom directions are um, were <clears throat> excuse me developed by an Alexander Technique teacher in Cincinnati, uh, Jennifer. Um, boy, I can't pronounce her last name. Can Roy Francoli. Roy Francoli, and they are the latest in a series of developments in Alexander directing. Uh, that have taken place over the last, uh, I don't know, 10 or 12 years. And they are, I think they're the, they may not be the end of the line, but they certainly have some huge advantages over their their yeah. predecessors. Let's put it yeah, that way. I'm, I'm actually thinking maybe quickly say what directing is for yeah. anyone who doesn't know that. Sure. <laughs> sure. Well, uh, a key component of Alex, of the Alexander Technique is, is what are called directions. And they're basically things that you say or think to yourself. You don't have to, you don't usually say them out loud, but you, you think them to yourself. And they are uh, thoughts that are designed to improve the way you function. So, um, for example, for exa I mean, in, in traditional Alexander thinking, for example, the head-neck-upper torso relationship is considered pretty important. And so an early version of an Alexander direction might be um, I'm freeing my neck, uh, or I'm letting my neck be free. Those are very kind of classic Alexander directions. They've been in use for a long time, and they're they're pretty effective, but they have flaws. Uh, basically, the main flaw being that they assume that you know how to do something that you may not be able to. Even letting my neck be free, which sounds good. Um, it assumes I know how to let it be free. 
and and in my experience most most people don't so about seven or eight years ago uh, a woman named Missy Vineyard came up with what are called negative directions sometimes they're called inhibitory directions and they're basically no statements so it would be for your neck I'm not tensing my neck I'm not tightening my neck I'm not holding my neck that sort of thing mm -hmm. incredibly powerful way way better in my view than the previous ones the main drawback of them at times is because they are no statements, uh, grammatically negative statements, uh, it's easy for some people to, to view them with suspicion. Um, a classic example being you tell someone, don't think about pink elephants, and of course they're going to they're going to zero in on pink elephants. And just people in general don't like no. You know, they mm -hmm. prefer yes. So Jennifer's um, uh, development is, is a pretty pretty powerful one, there, which she calls freedom directions. And so for the neck, it would be, my neck is free. That would yeah, be a, nice. a, a freedom direction for the neck. And the thing about them is they are not... And and that's um, that's quite different from saying I'm going to free my neck. It it's 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 saying my neck is free is what I want. That's my intention. I have no idea of how that's going to be implemented. That's not my job. My job is to deliver the message. And um, also, uh, I'm not putting any. Um, force into it i'm not it's not like a military command it's just a gentle intent that may come and go I'm, i'll forget it bring it back and um, amazingly enough for anyone who's worked with them they're incredibly powerful yeah i i think of it more as especially because it's in a present tense so it's not anything that's got any sort of future about it it's in the moment totally um, in the moment um yeah that's really helpful. Um, it's almost, it's just like you're expressing a possibility to yourself. Exactly. And they can yeah. be applied across a huge range of things. They are just unbelievably robust in that sense. So um, negative directions are what I use primarily in my teaching. And I, I also use uh, some up with gravity work. And Part of uh, the up with gravity work is uh, learning how to locate with some precision exactly where your center of gravity is. Mm -hmm. And if we just stay with standing for now, which is a little easier to talk about, that's been measured pretty precisely. And um, it's actually a couple inches below your navel, right in the middle, back to front, side to side. And it's often helpful to use some simple imagery to, to mentally connect with it because it is an infinitesimally mm -hmm. small point in the middle of probably an intestine. I mean, there's really nothing there to, to mark <laughs> it. And so the way I approach teaching the center of gravity has changed a lot since I've been thinking about freedom directions. Instead, so once I enable, enable someone to, to locate their center of gravity, I'll say, well, now that you know where it is, you're free to move it. So I bring freedom direction in right away. And 
where could you move it? Well, there you could move it a little bit to one side. You could move it a little to the other side. You could move it backwards. Of course, you could move it forwards. And I work with people doing that. Sometimes when they move it to the side, they'll move to the side and then they'll almost fall over. And I'll say, well, if you kept moving it to one side, maybe you could allow your legs to figure out how to make that happen. And, of course, you just walk sideways a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. Same thing, move it back. What does that mean? Well, you move it back and, and your intention, I'm free to move it back. And if you get out of the way, your body's going to be free to enable that to happen. You'll, you'll step backwards. And same thing going forwards. And then that becomes an interesting walking process. It does change the way you walk. If you, um, if instead of walking, quote, walking, unquote, you say, well, I'm free to move my center of gravity wherever I want to go. Use, and, and again, an image mm -hmm. is kind of helpful there to point, like a little arrow or something like that. Um, so I'm free to move it. Um, and, you know, and then you can experiment with throwing that idea away and continuing to walk. And most people will notice a difference right away. They get a little heavier. And then you could just bring it back again. So you're using freedom I'm, in these in these examples i'm using freedom directions as the uh way of they're right in the description immediately of how to use the knowledge of your center of gravity that's interesting because i think earlier you went through a process of just having people move the the center of gravity exactly. so you're immediately going to Right, and that works, that works too. I mean, you can tell yeah. someone to locate their center and now just move it and then, mm -hmm. and, and then continue walking but throw that away and they'll mm -hmm. notice a difference. But it's a little nicer, mm -hmm. I think, and a little more effective. And especially for the next stage, which I'm on the verge of getting to here, mm -hmm. uh, to bring that concept of freedom in right away so that people are already used to the idea, well, I'm free to do this, I'm free to do that, mm -hmm. I'm free to do whatever I want to, basically, mm -hmm. with, with yeah. my center of gravity and perhaps with, with other things in, in your life, too. And then that, that sort of segues into um, the second Part, you might say of center of gravity work is that once you've experimented with moving your center let's say in more or less a horizontal plane mm -hmm. if you're free to move it front to move it forward or backwards or sideways of course logically you should be free to move it up inside yourself mm -hmm. uh, you could call that lifting if you want um I'm free to lift my center, you could say. Mm -hmm. is, that a yeah. is that a telephone in the background or not? It is. <laughs> <laughs> You're a popular person, two calls at the same time. So so um, in the past, what I would say to people, well, if once you've located your center of gravity, you can lift it. And then you can move that lifted center through space. And that's even more powerful. And that gives you a huge... Um, often a very powerful experience. It's good stuff, but I found um, that if you you just shift over to I'm free to lift it, 
And then once it's lifted, I'm just plain free again. I don't have to keep lifting. That's the big discovery that that I've made. Uh, It seems like a simple one. But lifting your center of gravity does require some physical effort. And um, it's it's powerful, but it's not 100% precise because you may not know exactly where up is. You may have a slightly... You might have a slight misconception of where up is, or you may inadvertently do a little extra lifting somewhere else in your body. I mean, I talk yeah. th- people through it a lot, but it's pretty tempting sometimes to lift your shoulders independently of that, mm-hmm. for example. Mm-hmm. So there are those kind of secondary effects that can come in. So if you say, well, I'm free to lift my center, you do a little work, it's higher, you feel your abs firming a little bit, you're taller, and then you just say, I'm free. And you'll probably notice a slight rearrangement as the precision direction kicks in, but, you're, but you don't sink back down. That's the key. Yeah, and nice. my the analogy I've taken to using with my students of late is, uh, you know, you climb the hill, and once you're on top of the hill, you don't have to keep climbing it. Uh huh. You know, yeah, that's good. I like that. That's yeah. and the other way, a kind of related um, way that I'm I'm using freedom directions and up with gravity. There's always the question of how much lifting should I do, right? Could lift mm-hmm. it, you could lift, I could lift my center a tiny bit, or I could max out or anything in between. So what, I'm, what I get new students to do in particular who don't, don't know exactly what would be an appropriate amount to lift mm-hmm. it, I'll say, well, you're free to lift it a little bit and then switch over to I'm free and then you could hang out there for a little bit if you want or you could say oh well now I'm free to lift it a little more and then I'm free and if you keep going with that at some point you'll notice that you can't lift it anymore (laughs) you have reached the end of the line for Mm -hmm. right now Mm -hmm. and you can then say okay well I'm free at this sort of ultimate lifting place (laughs) <laughs> and now I'm free to move, you know. And so I've got the maximal lifting. I haven't stressed myself or anything, and I'm free to move with that. Mm. So that's how I'm using it. And yeah. a, a secondarily, I don't want to get into the details of sitting, because everything's a little different when you're sitting. But that same process of lifting your seated fly. center mm-hmm is a fascinating thing to use if you're stuck in an airplane, um, if you're stuck in a movie theater uh, or a play or a concert, uh, you're sitting for a longish period of time, you really feel like you'd like to stretch a little bit, but it's not appropriate. Um, this is an amazing way to just re, re-energize uh, yourself. Yeah. And so no one yourself, needs to see it. No one will even notice. Give yourself a little more space without anyone really knowing. <laughs> exactly. Yes. You you will yeah. not attract undue attention, and um, it's 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 incredibly simple simple to do. It's not. It, you know, I usually um, when I teach a new student, I sometimes um, 
don't start immediately with center of gravity, but usually by the second lesson I introduce it along with freedom directions. And I have students doing this, you know, within a couple of lessons on their own in all sorts of situations. And an awful lot of people just take to it and start experimenting with it and start experimenting with I'm free to do other things. I'm free to push the baby carriage. I'm free to climb the stairs. I'm free to chop vegetables. I'm free to have a conversation right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's such a robust direction, free, uh, type of direction, freedom yes. directions. And when you combine that with the, the little oomph or doing of up with gravity, that sort of short-term doing, and then morphing into longer-term non-doing, as Alexander teachers like to do. It's just an amazingly powerful thing. It just lends itself to endless self-experiments. Yeah, no, I like that. I really like um, going back to when you were first describing just having people be free to move it in different directions and then and then kind of segue into actually walking or moving around. Yeah. I don't know. That was doing um, a recognizable activity yeah, yeah. that's something they 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 do all the time. Yeah, I I found that that bringing that um freedom to move this newly discovered center of mm-hmm. gravity is an incredibly powerful concept. People really um People latch on to that very quickly, very quickly. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, no, I use it myself, and I agree. <laughs> uh, people so, find it very useful. I yeah. guess I, I guess I would say that if you're listening to this uh, podcast and you're not familiar with uh, Freedom Directions, I'll put a link to a, 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 a page that has several podcasts on them in more detail and I'll put a link also to the up with gravity page so you can actually um, go through the first few sets of lessons you could do the whole thing in half an hour easily mm-hmm. and yeah. um, there's no reason why anyone uh, c- couldn't experiment with this you don't necessarily need to have an Alexander teacher although I think in a lot of cases the teacher would be a help at the beginning, but yeah. but not necessarily required. So mm-hmm. interesting. So is is there anything else you'd like to add? No, um, no, except just to reiterate that that um, the more I work with freedom directions, the more I appreciate them. Mm-hmm. They just. Um, because one of the things that happens with freedom directions is that people start um, reporting things that are not sort of typical Alexander technique type um, phenomena, I mean, things that Alexander teachers don't explicitly deal with a lot. Like, mm-hmm. you know, a student might say, well, I was walking to work this morning and I said I'm free and I'm free to enjoy my day and so on and so forth. And I just felt this whole sense of lightness coming over my body, you know. And I thought, wow, that's great. I, You know, I, I hadn't thought of that, but why mm-hmm. not? Yeah. yeah. No, that's nice. I really um, think they're like these, uh, I think they are like a, a discovery that, just lends itself to people figuring out new things about it. And I bet that if we had a conversation in a year about this, there would be a whole bunch of new things to say. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, so. I'm sure you're right. Um, so well, I'm going to hand, if that's the end of the that's it. interview, I'm going to hand it back to you to finish off. Thank okay, you well, thank you, me. Imogen. And as I say, I'll put some relevant links next to this uh, podcast and, and, uh, and uh, do some experimenting if what we've talked about intrigues you. So thanks, Imogen. You're welcome.